0: morning 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 yes we're back with another episode another story today we've got a very short period of time but we're gonna make it work we've got a guy all the way from Sierra Leone and he's telling us his story a very interesting story about what it was like and um, being caught up in their civil war and lifestyle and lifestyle today so great to have you here today you yeah
1: thank you so much uh, so tell us your story
0: He's telling us you went back to Australia when you were 12 and uh, this is when the
1: civil war started, war started. Yeah, anyway us. let me introduce myself to everybody i go by the name of DJ Doolbang Sierra Leone DJ in the UK to be precise chairman of the DJs in the UK uh, yeah I went to Sierra Leone when I was about 12 after a little bit of time in the UK uh, it wasn't easy and I was born in Sierra Leone, right? So I went back a little while, stayed there, and then I came back, then I went back for a second time, which was the uh, college time. So I was in college over there. And I get caught out in the rebel war over there. I went for a uh, season time, which was Christmas time, and then J6, which is a very well-known uh, date in Sierra Leone history, that's when the rebel came to the city. And they came through the central side of ta- town where you got the uh, working class people. Um, majority of the working class people settle in the in, in Free City, so it wasn't easy to cope with. Because at first, when it started, I thought it was just uh, what we been hearing on the news saying, oh. There's a bit of a route there. People come and cause problem, and then that will be resolved into normal life. But it wasn't that case. So uh, I was at, funny enough. I have a tape recorder. I was asking a few people over there, uh, "What's the situation? Are you coping and stuff like that?" But after a couple of days, and I don't know where the tape recorder is up to today because I gotta run for my life as well. Because uh, when they came in town, thing was it wasn't too violent. Because they came for the president to step down. That was their agenda when they came to town. And the government's uh, military, or some of the government's military, wasn't buying that. Seems true to what the government said to them for them to kick them back out of the city. So it get messy. So things get out of control, and houses start getting burned down, shops getting looted, people getting raped, uh, kids getting misplaced, as in they're running away, uh, parents leaving their kids behind kind of situation, and it wasn't, it wasn't easy, it was not easy at all, and I was caught in this for over a month, I was in Sierra Leone, and the high, where on yeah side, because uh when we're in the house uh say for example the window wasn't getting opened nobody's allowed outside only like say about seven o'clock in the evening like they'll start shouting on the road for everybody to come out it doesn't matter how old you are you have to come out because i remember my my nan like, she wasn't healthy them time. And they have to drag. we have to pull her outside because they do like a random checkouts of every single house. So if they meet somebody in the house, which you should be outside, because to them, they don't care if you sick or not. Because uh, everybody have to wear a white t-shirt, which uh, represents peace. Because if the uh, military see that, they're not allowed to shoot at anybody, especially when you're wearing a white t-shirt. Which I don't understand what that is, but thinking me in peace. So uh, they'll bring everybody out, they'll make uh, a fire burn with wherever they can find, they can light it up. So for example, the breaches and the Leone military, because the reason why the, the, the war reached in the city and the reason why the war finished so quick, it was finished in a week. Because two of the British soldiers got captured, or three of them got captured in Sierra Leone. And the rebel demand for them uh, to have a professional medical team to go and look after some of the generals and the rebel uh, 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 military crew. Cool. So their demand for uh, a professional doctor. So the doctors, I think the doctors never turned up. So, and the rebels say, okay, if we don't get these doctors in a week or so, we're going to end up killing your military guys. So, like, the British soldiers came to Sierra Leone. There was, like, troops that came to Sierra Leone. Nobody understand where they came from. It was, like, seeing, like, bees coming from everywhere. Everybody was thinking, what's happening? Who are these people, like? Because the radio, like, the Sierra Leone radio keep on talking about the stuff to say oh the rebels are here they're there they're there they're doing this they're doing that but then the Sierra Leone military cannot cope with what was going on because half of them were the rebel half of them get recruited by the uh, rebels so it was hard to deal with so when the uh, paratroopers landed in Sierra Leone it was like something from like a movie the British British paratroopers yeah they came in Sierra Leone you can see like helicopters coming down you can see planes coming down and when they landed like in the area where i was because they had a CLO military as well with them and then when they came through you seen to yourself to say okay well you know what like this is gonna finish and it carried on especially in the area where i was living where is the main central side of freetown where i was staying with family at that time when i got caught in that And it was, it was crazy because the main central side, there's so many houses there and we had like a police station not too far from us because the rebels went there, they captured some of the police officers, they dragged them, they tied their waistband to a 4x4 and then they were driving them around on the streets, you're seeing people get killed like, like, it was like a zombie land at that moment. Right? So it was crazy, and the British came in with a Sierra Union uh, personnel to show them the place and show them the route. And funny enough, when the rebels was in town, and uh, 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 it, it gets out of grudge. The all fights become out of grudge. So for example, if I'm better than you or me and you have a personal issue and you know the rebels, you go and point them out to them. You point me out and be like, oh, well, This person is rich, you know? And then the rebel will demand for certain things some of them people never had. And then if you don't give them what they want, they will kill you. Actually, there was a a thing going on in the country by the rebel that they invented it. They were calling it long sleeve or short sleeve. Long sleeve means they will just chop off your your arm away from your uh, 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 like your finger bits. They'll chop that bit off. That's a long sleeve. A short sleeve they'll just chop it off where when you wear a normal t-shirt or like a polo where it will stop they'll just cut off that bit then your rest of your arm will drop out or they'll just leave it hanging so that's why they saw so many amputees in Sierra Leone if you go to Sierra Leone now the amputees that you see in the in Freetown like because they don't have no money and stuff like that but uh, uh power troopers came in and then they help out and when they help out the war finished in three days, from the time when the government noticed to say the power troopers was in Sierra Leone. And to the time the rebels, where well, most of them run back outside of the country.
0: The rebels or the government that was called doing the atrocities.
1: Well, it was the rebels. It was the rebel. Mm-hmm. Because they came for the government to step down. Mm-hmm. For the president to resign. Mm-hmm. But the president wasn't having it. And he was like, who am I? Who are you guys for you guys to come tell me what to do and what not to do? So, and the president wasn't having it. So he sent uh, his own military, his own lot of military mm-hmm. to go after the rebels, and which they did. And then it get messy. Because then uh, us as a Sierra Leone citizen there, we didn't know who was who we didn't know who was the rebel we mm-hmm. didn't know who was the government uh military because they all were the same combat mm-hmm. and they all look the same because we all sereenians mm-hmm. but some people were saying oh there was different people different uh, nationalities into it well you see couple that speak french mm-hmm. which most of our country people don't speak french we speak uh uh uh, uh a thing called creole which is like a, a broken yeah, like english yeah the jamaican the patois kind of thing mm-hmm. so and it carry on and they managed to get the the, the rebels outside of freetown mm-hmm. which came uh, situation came down a bit and then they managed to get them back into the it was a borderline between Sierra Leone and Liberia because they used the Liberia border to come into Sierra Leone because at that time Liberia had their own issue which was a little civil war going there. And then we managed as citizens of Sierra Leone because when they reached in certain area, the British paratroopers and the Sierra Leone uh, military, local people was joining them to get them out because there wasn't that much, but the rebels for some region, reason, the rebels was too much because of poverty. A lot of people end up joining the rebel mm-hmm. because they're looking for also, they're looking for money. And the rebel was giving people money. They came with with dollar. Like you're thinking, where did they get this money from? Mm-hmm. They came with money, you could see the money, they started recruiting the young ladies to join them, and it just get messy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what, it wasn't easy. from
0: that whole experience?
1: Well, I learned how to survive. Because when I came back, I appreciate life. Because uh, the first time when I came to England, as, uh, uh, a, uh, well, we were well off in Sierra Leone before I came to England. Because I came to join my mom over and my dad is over there in the military. And we wasn't... We, we appreci- I appreciate life then, but when I came over here, when I live here, and when I went back to CLU, when I get caught there, when I came back, I have a clear mindset of life, what life sh- should be about, you know what I mean? Because waking up, seeing food in front of you, uh, going downstairs, for example, back home, seeing the driver asking, oh, young man, are you ready for me to take you to school? I never knew there was another side of life. You know what I mean? I know it was a dangerous situation, but again, it helped me Mm -hmm. to be who I am today because uh, if I never went through the experience which a lot of people is a bad experience. Some people lose their body parts. Some people lose the uh, 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 the life, which is the livelihood, which is like some people was in poultry. Some people have a shop to look after businesses went down and so many things was burned down. Up to today, we still don't have a, a, a light system in the country. We still don't have a clear water in the country. We st- we don't have a a transport a transportation system in the country because of uh, this was ten years war, mm-hmm. so it took the whole country back out of ten years. And the sad thing about all of this, we uh, okay the the less fortunate which is still in Sierra Leone have a move on from it, as in, uh where to start? What It's well,
0: a hard place to find to start, though, isn't it? To address everybody's wrongs mm. and put things right, to yeah. get people in the right the right frame of mind, that's very
1: hard. Well, there you go. Uh, that's that, that's the word I was be missing, uh, to get people back in that right frame of mind set. Mm-hmm. Because now everybody looking at it to say, okay... Whatever I can rip off this guy to survive, that's what will keep me going. And out of this, uh, the 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 luxury that we should be having in Africa, as I old, is not even there. To be precise, as in Sierra Leone, we got gold, we got diamond, we got bauxite, we got iron, we got everything you can dream about. We got it in Sierra Leone, but. Even ninety-five percent of the Sierra unions never seen that before. Mm-hmm. We heard about it. Like me, fortunately, I, I, I saw uh, diamond, which was from my granddad. He used to do a little bit of business like that. Like mm-hmm. if you if if you go a move, you can see things because they used to bring it to the house, mm-hmm. and we used to have a lot of drivers going in and out in the area where. I grew up in in Freetown, so some of the drivers will call you over and be like, "Oh, have you seen a diamond before?" And then you go there; they will show you, "Oh, this is a diamond. This is that. This is a gold." And you see, but most of the young ones in Sierra Leone, they 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 have even come across it before. And now the, the 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 sad thing now is most people are in the city. Mm. This this is where our economy is. Drop, which is what I believe. Everybody that was in the village doing what they were doing, the little hustle. Mm-hmm. When the rebel war came, everybody come up in the city. Yeah, now
0: the city known as
1: city now place. the. Now there you go, and then now the city has become the country of Sierra Leone because everybody is in the city. Nobody is in the provinces anymore. Uh, growing sad stuff. Memories, isn't it? Sad memories. it is. It's uh, the the memory. I even go like nightmares every now and then, you know? And for me, I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. I've seen everything in life. Mm-hmm. And nothing can, nothing. I, I've, I've seen somebody get shot next mm-hmm. to me. I've seen a guy trying to climb over a fence, he got bullets. I've seen a, a young lady coming up, a young kid coming up saying, oh, I've been raped. Uh, Seen a pregnant woman on the floor lying, like the Ripper part. like because the Arabia was taking drugs, which mm-hmm. was uh, they were using a, a injection on the head, so they used to tie like a handkerchief mm-hmm. on the head to make the veins stick out, mm-hmm. and then they used to put the injection in there, mm-hmm. so it used to go through the system, and then they never seen a human being as a human being; they will see like a chicken or like a dog they'll see you like an animal. Mm. So they can do anything to that, in that situation. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of uh, 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 madness happened in Sierra Leone. Mm. Well, thanks a lot for that interview. It's much much. much
0: appreciated.
1: Thank you so much, man.
0: (laughs) We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in the continent with the fastest growing economy and population on earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.